Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Let's Talk Tactics. I'm your host, Zach Burrell. Hey, I'm Daniel Boone. I'm jo- and I'm Locke. <laughs> you don't say your real <laughs> name. <laughs> and this week, we don't have uh, any two crazy class matches or like ridiculously like crazy raids or something to talk about, but we do have some units to catch up on that we haven't really talked a whole lot about. Raldor, I think at least two of us here are excited about. I don't, I don't know how Locke feels. Uh, also, a sweet MR unit for those of you who maybe want to get a new toy on a budget. And then also talk about a current tournament going on and an existential question. And we're going to start with the existential question. Maybe it's not the right term, but this came up in the PvP server the other day. And it has to do somewhat with evalu- uh, evaluating Raldor as a unit. Um, this doesn't really necessarily totally factor into live PvP because hate isn't really a thing there. But... What are your thoughts on what actually designates a unit as a tank versus just being a unit with some resistances or with some defense or with the paladin sub job? Like what, at what level do you start to call it a tank versus not? Is it a comparison to other units? Is there a threshold of something? Do you guys have any thoughts on that that you've thought about? I'm assuming you guys saw the argument the other day in the PVP server about um, Raldor being a tank or not. So I haven't seen that argument, so I will talk about this as fresh eyes. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay. Um, so, uh, for example, I would think Cecil is a tank, uh, even though he doesn't have hate. And the reason I would classify him as a tank is because he adds some, like a substantial barrier that would enable his allies to take damage. Sorry, to not take damage, to, to live longer, to survive damage, right? Sure. Uh, and so that's like a cover tank. So that, to me, is, is a tank. Um, I think I, I think somebody with like very high resistances uh, by itself isn't a tank if they don't help other units to to survive somehow. But like you know, adds adds bar- barriers or defenses or something to them. Uh, okay. Like for example, Agrius, I would say is not really a tank. I, w- I would say she is a bruiser. Um, I mean, she has the taunting blade skill, but it's kind of hard to use unless you can unless you give her like revitalize yeah revitalize to keep generating hate every turn then i guess you can kind of say she's a hate especially in like uh you know arena matches and stuff but uh i i, I don't know that's probably how i would classify it I, I would say if if a unit can uh substantially uh enable your other units to to stay on the field longer either by directly taking damage or by helping them to have more defenses or more barriers or something like that i i think that i would classify that as a tank so would you, this is obviously, I'm just trying to poke holes. Would you then call sure. white mages with Mastery TMR tanks? Because if they cast Protect and Shell and then give barriers, they're letting the other units not die. Um, and then obviously they can sustain through uh, if somebody takes damage. So how would you sort of parse the difference between that sort of support versus like a obviously the ones we traditionally think of like Cecil or um, other mm-hmm. units that can provide barriers like that. So um, like I, I would take the TMR out of that equation because that TMR could be equipped by anyone. Right? I don't have the True. TMR, so correct me if I'm okay. So if, if the TMR can be equipped by anyone, then just holding that TMR doesn't really make you a tank. So well, that, that's my point, to, right? R- well, okay. <laughs> but, but then, then anybody could be like, so if I'm just looking at a unit by itself and, and just their kit, um, then I would say well, this is a tank or not, right? Like I, I could make Frederica a tank with like giving her, well, I can't really, but you know, just for the <laughs> argument, I can give her the TMR to say she's a tank. But like, I, I, I'm just looking at a, a unit 
themselves. Sure, and sure. when you talk about like say protect and and shell, I don't think it's substantial enough to like I, I don't think it substantially helps somebody to stay alive longer. So that's the reason why I wouldn't like I would say it's a sucky tank if anything, right? Because like what is it like twenty five percent? It it twenty five percent damage reduction. Yeah. So it's either yeah, physical damage I, or magic damage. And it's only for one unit at a time. So I don't mm -hmm. um so so like to me that's not substantial enough that I would call it tank. Okay. Personally. Interesting. Okay. So can you give me an example of say three units besides Engelbert and Wall that you would call a tank? Well, see, see, Cecil, Cecil is one. Um, the other two, I, I don't know. I have to. Do you? Uh, would you consider Kilfe a tank? Um. And then rain. So I could, I, I, I could consider Kilfe a a magic tank because of um, w with that magic resistance buff. That's pretty substantial. Like, if oh, the buff, sure, sure. Fighting. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's like plus thirty eight percent, which is. Pretty yeah, big for three though. turns. Um, like I've even tanked magic damage using uh, Ildira as a, as a main tank because she has the same same buff thirty eight percent. Yeah. And uh, with that, like other units have taken like one like so that the stage we were just talking about with Engelbert in in the tower, using her uh, her magic resistance buff, I was able to get one unit to like ninety percent magic resistance. Mm -hmm. So in that okay. case, she functions as a tank that enables everyone else to survive. Right. Okay. All right, so Daniel, we'll move to you. Uh, so for me, um, I guess I kind of, I don't know if I come from like a more traditional background or whatever, um, but I remember looking up quite a while back like what a tank was. Um, and like coming from MMOs like World of Warcraft, like I was like a main tank over there for a while. Um, honestly, in my opinion, like my definition of a tank is um, strictly in a PVE sense. Like they manipulate hate. They take the aggro from the bad guys so that the rest of your party doesn't get hit. I mean, that's, and obviously they have um, tools in their kit to allow them to, you know, like not die once they get like the aggro. <clears throat> so, um, but, and like, obviously, as you guys have already mentioned, there's like, there's physical tanks, there's, there's magic tanks. Um, but so in particular, the paladin job and the spellblade job. Um, there's there's obviously like outliers like like rain um, with his uh, fire knight of grandshell you know mm -hmm. uh, with you know his astral card and stuff like that but so the the paladin has you know taunting blade um, it has stuff like saintly wall with the physical mit mitigation and um, you know sentinel um, immortal spirit that kind of thing spell spellblade I mean we've seen like Freyavia in particular but like also um, Ildira like you mentioned. Uh, they Lilila, like, surprisingly like tanky, um, least oh yeah, the regular Lilila. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, regular. Yeah, yeah. So like they have like magic barriers, they have magic resistance uh, buffs, um, right, that yeah. kind of thing to allow them. And obviously, taunting spell for them um, uh, allows them to you know generate hate and keep the attention off of the rest of your party. So I mean, that's that's kind of where I'm coming from from that. So yeah, I mean. Uh, Technically, like Kilfay is a tank if you spec her as a magic tank. Um, uh, Ildira can do the same thing. You just like you have um, some units are kind of more invested in that that kind of role than others. Um, but you know, depending on how hybrid of um, like how versatile their 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 jobs are, like allow them to be as a unit. You know. 
So um, two questions then. Um, I think I'll start with the first one and then move to the second. So uh, would you then say, since you're describing mainly about the ability to generate and hold hate, which obviously doesn't really apply to live PvP at all, uh, unless no. you have like confused units or something. Yeah, no, there's um, tanky versus tank. Right. It's like the, the quality. But see, then that's interesting because then if you have the qualities of a tank, it's like, well, there's qualities that aren't hate-based. And it's like, well, what are those? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to not say my opinions yet. But right, uh, right. <laughs> um, would, at what point would you say then in a PvE context, just to stick with your uh, theory about hate and stuff, would it transition from a tank to a bruiser? Um, I would say a bruiser doesn't have the ability to draw hate or to, to generate hate. Um, they can be, they can be tanky. Um, they can have skills like, um, like the physical mitigation, um, reaction, you know, that reduces like a certain, uh, physical or magical or both, you know, um, like Agrius has defend, which is just straight up like 30% chance to reduce 20% damage or whatever it was. Um, and, we, and we've seen a few units have those that are both physical and magic versus like uh, just like the 45% physical or, you know, whatever. Um, but I think that's the big difference is like, if you can't generate hate and like <clears throat> keep that attention off of the rest of your party, then you're a bruiser rather than a tank, in my opinion. Okay. So it has nothing to do with damage output, damage mitigation. It's just for you. It's completely the hate. Like that yeah, because in like a typical RPG party. Yeah, because so, generally uh, tanks and bruisers have the ability to mitigate damage or you know to lower it. Basic same difference. So would you then also say that tanks don't exist in live PvP? Yeah. Okay. All right. So my initial thoughts on all of this. Um, my, I typically think of a tank because of the term tanky, especially like when we describe a unit as tanky, it's their ability to mitigate damage. And that's basically it. Like the hate does factor in, in terms of uh, being more of a valuable tank. But like, I think of like going to lock, talking about an individual unit, it's their ability to mitigate damage to actually themselves is what I would think. So it's interesting. We have like a triangle of like slightly different <laughs> <laughs> views. Well, um, um, I, guess, I guess I was a little bit hasty because I had, I've had this conversation like months ago, like live uh, tanks are still viable in live PVP. Uh, depending on the matchup uh, because of like charm confusion like when the auto ai takes over tanks are viable mm -hmm. but right yeah that's a yeah it's a corner case for them um and then i think of bruisers as more of they've sacrificed some potential mitigation in order to deal more damage but they have to still be able to mitigate some damage so for me an agris is a bruiser agris is a bruiser you can make her a tank like, there's sometimes I've seen, like, a 500 attack Agrius, but they just take, like, one damage. Because <laughs> they, they mitigate so much, they spam Sentinel, they approach. Yeah. And, like, I had a... Excuse me, my Agrius up to 70 defense in formation. Like, she was taking 200 damage from, like, normal hits from stuff. It was dumb. And obviously you stack uh, barriers on top of that. You put Sentinel, pushes you up to above 100, so you just take one. But her ability to both mitigate damage and then deal damage because you can just, so, so for example, instead of the 70 defense build, I took Leona's castle off and I put vow of love. So she could hold hate initially. And then she still has like 55 defense, which is still a ton. And then she barriers up or whatever, which is a further 50% reduction. And then, you know, her life is great. So like, I guess it does sort of, 
I think hate obviously is only useful on a tank. I would say is probably a fair statement. Like you only want hate on a tank unit, but I think that you can be a tank. You you can have tanky qualities without having hate generation. Right. Like Dwayne's a bruiser, not a tank. Like he's got the hate passive, which helps, but right. can't generate anymore. So like so. Raldor specifically, it came up because somebody was comparing Raldor to Warrior of Light, and they were saying how Raldor isn't a tank, and the and the argument was it's because he deals damage. So the the definition that was they were going for was someone who deals very little damage but takes very little damage and sits in the front line, and that was like the the tank definition. So I I obviously I had some problems with that, but um, upon further investigation, which we'll talk. We'll go deeper into Raldor after this, but it you got would you guys agree that Wall is a tank? Or yes. Light? Okay. Pretty sure, yeah. yeah. So yes. Would he still be a tank without the hate generation? Without taunting spell or his brave presence? Daniel, you say no just on principle, right? Yeah. And then so. you would say yes, Locke, I, because he can barrier buff people and Yeah. Uh, and he has a the heal, yeah. Yeah, I, I think he has, he has another spell uh, like a, on, a, on one of his subs, right? Because I, I always use him on his Warrior Light subs. I don't remember. But does he have a, a, a an AoE shield? I think he does. He has Invincible Shield, which is a single target, like physical reduction. Mm-hmm. He has... But there's another one, isn't it? Does because he has Spellblade spell sub, doesn't he? Yeah, he has Spellblade sub. Magic up? Or magic uh, he has Magic Resist, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, uh, so I would still classify him as a tank, okay. even without the hate. Because uh, the other thing, too, is going on the definition of stopping threats from getting to your other units or stopping your units mm-hmm. from being harmed. He has Stop Strike, yeah. too. So, like, he has the CC as well, which can be valuable for a tank. Mm-hmm. That's... So, I guess a tank for me is a damage-mitigating, disruptive frontline unit. Like, the... and that's sort of, like, how I think about it. Um, okay. So, Agris, obviously, I would consider can be a tank if you build her to be a tank or she can go more the bruisery route which means that you're using them you're you're giving up some defenses for damage i think that's kind of where yeah. i fall on it so uh, so agris is like as we were talking uh, initially i said agris is a bruiser for me not a tank but then now i'm iffy on on because well, she, she's regen because... she has the talisman does, yes. so she can make her team mitigate against that she yes. has a cc also... to stop threats she can hold hate and and the other yeah. thing that I was I was saying earlier was that you know oh Agris isn't a tank because uh, you, you need to give her like revitalize or um, he's a STMR to to keep generating hate but that would be the same thing with Engelbert too right but I definitely yeah. say Engelbert is a tank <laughs> right. so then was, you know so 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 at that point so I'm like you know I I think I would classify Agris as a tank as well I mean like you can build her as a tank and at which point she would be a tank right so. yeah, generally you see like tanks at least in war of the visions like um the paladin or spellblade or whatever it doesn't matter um then generally they have like a high tp cost uh mm-hmm. skill like paladin has saintly wall um that's that immediately gets you to the uh enough ap to get to cast taunting blade on general cases with max yeah. resonance and that kind of thing um even with engelbert i know this because that's <laughs> engelbert is the one that taught me that <laughs> back in like the first month or so when i was using him uh, so yeah, that, I just thought it was an interesting discussion because what came of that was we started breaking down. <laughs> One person was getting a little, a little cheeky and saying uh, something about like, okay, well this unit's a tank. Uh, like Rams is a straight up tank. He he can generate hate. Or like 
someone was saying like this all right well you can't talk about this it's like boom and he just kept going down the line of like ridiculous like corner cases it's like well this person has this so it must be a tank right and they're like well no it's like okay well this person's a bruiser because this isn't and the definitions were never clear uh but anyway point is all of this is warrior of light uh when you look at his uh base defense and his board defense and all and all that together he has exactly one more defense than raldor they both have 12 defense passives so he still only beats raldor by one defense but then his three turn buff is a plus 12 that generates hate and gives you spirit and defense so it's more of a mitigate uh balanced but raldor has a plus 15 defense one and that also gives him i think it's damage i can double check um gives him 15 defense and oh and increases his max hp by 20 percent for three turns and heals that amount so he actually has more defense than warrior of light the only difference being warrior of light obviously generates hate and raldor would have to use his taunting blade to do so uh but then also warrior of light has um uh, what's it called? The Breath of Wind or Breath of Life? Technically, Raldor has breathing technique, but not if he's hunched sub paladin. So. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. Which is rough. Um, no. It's so, uh, yeah. What was I? Where was I going with this? Uh, defense high. Oh, oh. Uh, Warrior of Light can wear armor, but Raldor only has cloth. So there's far less options for tanking because it's like what platinum robe or bust or like sacrifice a lot of actual flat defense. So the gear options are different, which has to factor in. Cause like realistically, you're going to have some gear on somebody. Um, but at base, they're super comparable in terms of damage mitigation. So like once that part is kind of erased, then you look at, yeah, you start to look at hate and things and how easily can they do it? And that's, I th that's most of the reason I think wall took over for Engelbert is that Engelbert has to spend like 44 TP or AP and wall just goes, do my thing whenever yeah. and walk exactly. like, so yeah. i think that was the biggest difference between the two units because engelbert yeah. actually has crazy like pierce resistance so he's mm -hmm. a lot better against those types of units he i think he ends up mitigating more damage than wall if he's like fully stacked out he's just a little slower and has to work harder to do his uh hate generation yeah he doesn't have and the versatility and tools yeah. yeah and less to no cc yeah it's funny um I, what occurs to me that like strictly remembering like my like Final Fantasy One, like Raldor is like the first like martial arts like master. Remember like the upgrade to to monk? It was like martial artist or whatever. Play it, I'm sorry. Oh man. <laughs> um just the kind of insane damage. Like he, he goes from being like really um inaccurate and low damage to start with to like super high damage, like once you like upgrade him and stuff. Um I don't know, Raldor kinda just um reminds me of that original final fantasy unit it's pretty cool he can take a hit or two too yeah he's really cool um any more thoughts about the tank thing i just want to kind of discuss it i didn't really want to like come up with a conclusion necessarily because there are like we all three of us have slightly different things we care about for yeah. it so i mean i don't think we're going to settle on one definition but i mean in conclusion for me i think world is a tank he's got the paladin sub job he can generate hate with the taunting blade uh, he has he the ability to be a tank yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. If you spec him on Paladin, but he's yeah. not necessarily at all times a tank. Yeah. No. So I um, I have a so for example, if I look at Dwayne, like I I don't think he is a tank. He's just you know buff buffy, but uh like like he has a lot. He's he quite he has quite a bit of uh, you know defense. But uh, in my team, I use him as a tank. 
um, first of all, he has a hate passive, but if you ignore that and, and say we put Wahab Law on him, so he only has five hate, that's enough for three hits, right? And if I'm using an arena, usually I only need him to take three hits. Like, you, you know, he might die by then. I don't know. But like, usually if he's able to take three hits, uh, my team is in position to, to do damage to everyone else. So if, if he's a warrior of light there, Dwayne or anyone, like if he's tankered there with a, with a well of love and he takes those three hits, he has done this job to for me as a tank. Right. So uh, you like know, identifying I, I, like, your I role in a team sort of thing. Like this is the tank right. of my team. Yeah. And, yeah. and he does the job of the tank. Like he does it as, as well as he need him to. Right. So at that point, I mean, he's a tank. That's interesting. Although I, I wouldn't really say he's a tank, but he is a tank. That's interesting that it's like the opposite side of my coin. So like I say it's, damage mitigation of self and for you it's more of keeping the rest of the team alive but like that also requires him to not take a lot of damage because he has to survive those three hits or at least two of the hits to get the third hit in so it's it's weird to like they're like all kind of meshed together but not but like also different right and then daniel obviously you disagree because he has hate plus five built into his kit at all times when he starts the game right yeah yeah i mean like i, I think he's a bruiser um plus because he has the passive, <laughs> yeah. but not being able to generate it is kind of what like for me like it's it's like cut and dry. There's there's no sure. like Tr very traditional circumstances. Yeah, you're the tank conservative. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> dumb term. But okay, that's interesting. So okay, that's actually very different answers than I expected. So that was kind of cool. That wasn't yeah. Right, any other thoughts about that before we go into Raldor? We can just go jump right into Raldor, like as a PvP unit. So, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down on him being a unit in PvP, in live PvP. I, I don't know because I, I <laughs> two of them even. He's like two halves. It makes a whole one of these ways. <laughs> Hang loose. No. Um. All right. So going down here, and there's probably more thoughts, but I'm just like thinking about more things i can add to the tank conversation but i'm trying to move on <laughs> um uh yeah so he has agility wise 34 plus 18 so 52 but he has eight on his board so he's got 60 agility out of the gate um obviously a little less than other people from bonuses like scion or something because he's 52 base but that's pretty pretty high um something interesting someone point out his luck is pretty high so not only will his accuracy be good, but he is... Uh, so we have that ranking from Meow uh, for evasion based on, you know, passives on, passives off, you know, you're maxed out, boards and this and that, add VCs. He is ranked next to Ziza for evasion. Really? Like, I think they're they're like right, either tied next to each other or something someone's saying. His luck is higher than hers. Um but he also has the thief sub job with shadow cast, which she also has. So technically his ceiling for evasion is roughly the same, if not more than Ziza's because if his base luck is higher, he'll end up with more luck after the cards are factored in. So that's really interesting. Uh, I didn't think about that. So evade route work could be a thing. Yeah. He's number 22 right now. Um, Ziza okay. was like, in terms of luck, 21. Yes. Ziza's like 70 something. 70. Yeah. She's like way down there. Oh, really? Let me check real fast. I'll say yeah, seventy six for luck only. Yeah, yeah. In oh, terms okay. Of luck. Not for evasion. Ziza's, Ziza's base is like one sixty. Actually, I don't think this is base. I think this is like total. But total, she's at like one sixty four. Okay. Whereas he's like two oh eight, two oh eight. Yeah. 
Yeah, he is at 148 base, but he has plus 60 from his board. He's <laughs> like flat 60 luck. Here you go. Wham, nice. bam. Uh, yeah, Dex is sort of up there, and he has a lot of accuracy passives. He's got, he has a lot of those dual passives. So it's like defense and HP, 12. Uh, HP, 12, and attack, 24%. Move, 1, and agility, 12. Uh, then he has acquired AP, but I honestly don't think you're ever using that except for very niche, like, box event-type situations where you need to have certain AP values. Uh, maybe you use this counter one if you're just going full anti-evade, but even then, I feel like you get way more value out of the other things. So, lots of interesting ways to build him. Uh, Daniel, yours is way more developed than mine, so if you want to talk about how you've been using him, how he feels so far. I assume you haven't done much PvP with him yet, but... Um, not yet. I've been uh, too busy working on Resonance and Affinity and stuff. Um, like it just like I I really love Locke's perspective on like tossing in your units at like 79 89 like building your your own affinity with these units but like um, honestly like he's already level 89 for me and he doesn't even have like his first Esper built yet so like um, and I mean in terms of resonance obviously um, so like Locke also wanna... has used a five resonance esper before so i don't know man yeah. that doesn't sound like an yeah, excuse so, to me <laughs> for me like i prefer to have at least like one esper yeah, no, like max to just um you know go for the win or whatever but um honestly like yeah i think probably one of your biggest decisions is like what passes to use on him like if you're going evade raldor which like i think is a thing um like you don't need to worry about um things like defense or hp so um the flurry enhancement increases your accuracy against like a dodge team on the other side uh thief floor for um getting like uh you know four base and up to five um with like a buff you know uh for that gap closer especially with his gap closing skill um uh, as opposed to obviously if you want to go like tanky rolled or you'd you'd want to stack hp and defense for his, his you know warrior spirit and holy knight's protection passives i mean you're still um, using yeah. thief floor as a tankier unit though right because you want to get that? i said you still use thief floor on though even if you're trying to go like paladin sub right um yeah like so god thief floor is such be, a great passive yeah, thief floor plus holy knights is what i would think yeah that's what i've been using mostly just but for the pve content that i've been doing you know building his uh, resonance and stuff mm -hmm. uh, just because like having that additional mobility i mean that's the reason why people still use mont over engelbert it's like he has moved four <laughs> like <laughs> get that much closer yeah. to the front of the battle you know um and obviously the the agility from thief floor i mean the it's it's plus 12 percent um for you know 52 base is what you said so it's yeah, still like so gets, whatever six five and then if there's other percents adding in i think eventually he'll hit six on yeah. the 12 percent um i could find the break point but yeah um, so yeah, that's, I think that's one of the most interesting things about him is, uh, like how you plan out his passives and everything else kind of just like falls into place. Um, I think he's one of those, uh, units that are like versatile depending on how you want to use him, but he's not like quite as versatile as the ones that are like, you can use any three of these, these jobs depending on the situation, you know, um, like his, his main sub job, like all you get from it is like, uh, the self heal for 30%. And uh, the amazing attack debuff, <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it. It is a pretty big attack debuff, to be fair. Um, and if anybody is not not familiar or aware, um, when you reduce like stats, it's it's base. So it's like um, if you get like up to five attacks on him, like he can reduce your base attack by seventy nine percent. Fun fact: he actually gets uh, six agility from T four. 
It's it's nice. six to start. I didn't realize that. Okay. Um, if you go up to thirteen percent, which would be a guilt statues, right? Is plus one. And we've we've talked about this on a previous podcast. We figured out that uh, when you're actually it doesn't show in formation, but when you're in the match, uh, the game will calculate your agility bonus percent based on a sum of the percents and then multiplied by base instead of being individual buffs. So the one agility from I think it's a lion statue or whatever actually does something if you hit that breakpoint of it pushing you your decimals high enough uh, from your total. So yeah, with the Statue at 6.76, so I think you have to hit, what, 14? Yeah, so once you hit 14% overall, he'll get another agility. But, I mean, let's say we have Cyan on the team, right? So it's the 12% plus the uh, uh, 12. Yeah, 12 plus 15, sorry. So it would be 20.27. Maths? Yeah. Uh, That's plus 14 agility, which is quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> 14.04, so round down to 14. He could be pretty fast. And yeah, you put that on top of his paladin, and he's sitting in there. He's, yeah. he's sentineling and then running up to you and then taking another turn like yeah. on pace with other DPS units. Like I was, I've been cool. telling people recently, like uh, with Elda being used more with this brutal stage, like you can get Elda to like 90 plus agility. And he has like, <laughs> like what does he have in terms of like agility up? <laughs> Um, really. <laughs> like base stats like hooray um so yeah i'm i fully expect to be able to see like raldor like hit 100 um in terms of agility like if you really max him out for that you know um or or even more depending on like what your vision card is and yeah, i mean even if we're at that 14 right and he's at base 60 plus the 14 assuming you have an agility card the 15 percent that's already here 74 then if you give him, I mean, easy mode is just give him Odin and then like yeah. affinity and exactly, goals, I guess. But yeah. so, like he can definitely, yeah. So like uh, like having him like tuned up for like agility as as well as being like uh, an evade unit, um, as well as having like a um, like a, a move buff. Like if you give him five move evasion and like use his gap closer, like he can be up in your face doing these like high damage like melee skills um really quickly and i'm I, I'm, I, I'm really happy about his two base jump i think yeah that's that's another big part of him because so he goes up to four two with thief lore now you're just talking about the uh dash ability that's range height one which is pretty useful uh, i think he's gonna be a really exciting double quicken unit uh as a good target because he has fair amounts of accuracy so you might actually be able to handle evade teams I don't think he has yeah. guaranteed. If he's on sub thief, he has a guaranteed hit with sneak yeah. sneak attack from behind, so that could be a thing. And with the four movement, you can actually walk up to unit and then walk around them, so that's cool. And you know, failing that, just double steel vision, just to like guarantee yeah. you're not getting hit without a guaranteed hit. Right, and then pugilistic mastery, like he can do his defense penetration twenty and strike attack forty. Like, excuse me, like we've seen how powerful uh, aimed fire is on missile units with like Frederica and Ivlu. It's plus thirty eight, and that's a ton. This firing is 40. <laughs> this is insane. Yeah, firing stance. Did I say missile master? Aim fire is just the range button. Aim oh, fire. fire. Oh, okay. Oh, is it missile attack? Up no, to... it, it gives you missile attack as well. Oh, 38. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was. Gives you Look at me being familiar with Frederica. <laughs> yeah, firing stance is the dual gunner one, right? That gives... Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm... That's what I'm used okay. to. Fuck you, Dan. No, I'm just <laughs> Tell him yeah, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's cool. He obviously has a strike resist uh imperil on his limit burst meaning minus 38 percent now here's the other thing uh tell me how you itemize against him 
Actually, can I ask you a quick question real quick? What, Defense, what is this right? uh, resistances? All right, so here you go. Uh, five to slash. So, eh. 15 to pierce. Neutral to strike. 20 to missile. And then negative 15 to magic. And he has 50% stop and confusion resistance. And 10% disable. Literally every status condition that Agrius can do. Well, except for silence, <laughs> but it doesn't even matter. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. right. I mean, he can't wear the Veil Burgonet or Burgonet or whatever. Unfortunately. But um, he still gets that 10% disable resist to make that even harder to get off. Yeah, so it's and, 15 times. And it's high. not like you're 97 faith. Yeah. Raldor. I don't think he has a single status effect, right? He has Confuse uh, and Snack Dagger. And that's it. Yeah. His, uh, I think there's. Oh, and one, Blade Bash. One? Blade Bash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First stun. So, yeah, he's going to be 50 faith uh, in case you want to use Bells. 30 if you think you're never going to put Bells on him. So, yeah, completely agree with that. And that's like another cool thing is he has enough TP generators or like AP generators to like you don't need bells on him. You can, oh man, if only he could use the Alto and Apron. But um, just imagine having like stacking that. Well, I mean, right? yeah, because his two buffs are insane. His first buff is the 15 defense and 20% max HP and HP gain, which is like that's way higher than Divine Grace, right? I don't think Divine Grace is that much. Um, oh, it is actually this 20%. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. The, but you also get the Elda's TMR is 35%, which is just amazing okay. for Drain Force. Yeah, so he actually has Drain, or, uh, Divine Grace and that, but uh, it's only for himself. But then he has Pugilistic Mastery as his other one, and they, these are 20 and 30 TP, respectively. He has a two-time use 30 TP giant offensive buff. And then, yeah, if you put him on Paladin, he gets infinite things, right? He's got Saintly Wall, Divine Grace if you really need to, Saintly Healing if you really need to, but then also Sentinel. If you're on Thief, he's got Shadow Cast, Steel Time, Steel Vision, like all those good things. So, yeah. <laughs> all the AP all the time. And as we were just talking about, he can be beefy or tanky, whatever term you want to use. So he has the time to set up a little bit. And then, yeah, if you pair him with a healer, I mean, yeah, lower faith means less heals, but he's also not taking a lot of damage. So I imagine you're just going to see him on Paladin. He's going to Saintly Wall, walk up, mm-hmm. Pugilistic Mastery, get quickened and kill you or something <laughs> like Really cool, yeah. but but what I was saying was itemizing against him. Like, what are we gonna do? Plus five in mithril armor? Nobody's plus fiving a platinum armor. I'm sorry. Like, unless they're hacking the game, that's impossible by now. Yeah, plus two so, by now. Yeah, plus two, maybe plus three if you, like some crazy you've never lost or yeah. <laughs> but I I don't see. There's no what's the strike? There's no strike resist card either. Like for some reason that cycle is like behemoth, iron giant, cleansing. And then Marlboro with strike attack instead of strike yeah. resist, and there's no strike resist card. There's like an SR like strike resist plus seven or eight or whatever. Like, is there, what is it? Uh, do you have uh, any idea? What? Um, I don't know. I can't remember if it's Sanctum or no. Sanctum is the accuracy. I can't remember which which one. It's not really relevant. <laughs> You're not going to use that if you can use like Leona's Castle unless you really need okay. that strike resist for your party. Well, now I'm curious. Cause I, I was under the impression there wasn't a strike resist card. Ogre? Ogre. So yeah, it's 7% it strike resist to allies. But Yay. you lose 5%. You lose 5% agility, though. And you got some petrify resist. Actually, that's our card with 109 base attack. Ain't half bad. <laughs> but I do want to bring up something else, though, like once you finish your thought. Sure. No, sure. You can go for it now. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, you, you probably you're going to see most people run Paladin for just like... Um, being able to add to his versatility but um one of his um 
don't know if it's a glaring weakness, but one of his obvious weaknesses to me is um, Ildira. Uh, he has a magic resistance, like vulnerability, you know, she's water, she has high magic. Um, running evade Raldor kind of takes care of that because Ildira has generally like bad accuracy, right? Um, so like there, there is a case for evade Raldor. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, even if he's on evade, you're going to have him on Thief, you're going to make him shadow cast and stuff, especially on manual, right? So you shadow cast early then he still has those resistances. He can still buff defense, and it's not like Sentinel where it like, tanks your evasion. So, yeah, uh, it seems very good. Like, he has a, he's very, seems pretty versatile. Um, there's no real reliable way to build against him. I'm not aware of a passive that increases strike resist. Like, Thangard has, like, the, the pierce and the missile and whatever. Um, other units might have other specific resistances, but there's just nothing for strike. And I... What are the espers? It, it doesn't like Shiva have strike resist or something weird. Yeah, um, Ramu. Ramu has strike resist. Um, oh, pierce on Shiva. Oh, good to know. Yeah, Gollum has pierce resist as well. I think I think one other esper that I use normally has strike resist that I've just never bothered yeah, with. I think Beh Beh Behemoth. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Yes, yep. I think so. I think S fifteen. Yep. But I don't know. Uh, I was thinking in terms of URs, um, but yeah, Behemoth has an MR, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, it seems very hard to itemize against. Very, fairly decent output, uh, multiple roles. He seems like a lot better than what we've been sold <laughs> from other, uh, like, I, I remember just seeing JP. I never saw him anywhere. I never saw many videos about him. It was like, Mation pulled for him because he's a Kraken, and he wanted to, like, put out content for it, but I've never seen him really use it since. Uh, yeah. Also, he murders Agrius. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. Like yep. obviously the barriers, barriers a good yeah. thing, right? So Stanley Wall is the only thing right. keeping him back from murdering Agrius. And like Sentinel, his no, his defense penetration just takes true. care of that, really. But let's fair, just fair. Stanley Wall. Like he doesn't have like a like a like a three head attack or whatever, and that's literally the only thing <laughs> keeping him from taking care of her. Can't like, have like it that. all, man. Actually, like technically, if... doesn't his uh, response his his uh counter hits twice. Yeah, but you got to be like right next, and she's got the, her her range. But like, uh, I was watching uh, videos like earlier today of Raldor just like popping off an arena, and like he's doing like five six k damage to her, yep. um, unless she has Saintly Wall on, and then and then he was he was like two k or something. Right, because yeah, defense penetration goes really far against stacking defense, and there's no way to stack resist right now. So yeah, seems pretty good. Uh, and and again, the ability to actually approach and not die in like one hit is very good yeah it was like kind of perversely entertaining to watch agrius get one shot <laughs> like she's at full life and then bam she's dead just what, pretty cool the true one punch man uh so Locke, i know you, you haven't really used him or anything Do yeah any but i mean him? yeah uh like i i think you know he's the first real offensive strike unit which is already which should generate a lot of buzz for some reason it's not but it should i think i, I think that's that's good. Um, the reason I personally didn't really go for him is just because I, I don't have any more uh, built-up saved Vizior. And I like I, Aegis is always a problem for me, but I already invested in the Ortha. So, um, exactly. you know, like you have to make choices, right? Yeah. So I, I, I picked Ortha, so I, that's why I didn't. But I think, you know, if I, like I, I would have picked him over her if, if, if given the choice now, but, you know. You you live with what that, the that's you that's make. a powerful <laughs> statement because <laughs> I think Lorth is really good. 
Uh, oh, one other thing real quick. Uh, Locke, I think you'll like this. I don't know if you saw conversations the other day. Uh, he has an ability called Demon Purger. So Demon okay. Purger is a 210% mod, which is huge. Only range one, uh, and 20 AP is quite a bit. But the damage modifier increases by 15% for each time you've received damage in the match. So... Uh, yeah, I've seen his skills. It's it's really interesting, and I, I really like his counter as well. Um, his counter with like with this passive increase up to fifty percent, mm-hmm. right? And like I think it, it's a very cool unit. It's just but it's here's what I was gonna say though is <laughs> yeah, you can quad shot your own Raldor to get that up to a two seventy mod like off the bat, and then just go like one shot somebody, <laughs> uh, which sounds like a blast. Um, I don't know if it, it's not going to be good because obviously he has to survive the quad shot so that means you either have to have like a no weapon support Lucia which is bizarre oh wait Monk Lucia here we go no <laughs> weapon Monk Lucia let's do it <laughs> no but uh, <laughs> more more seriously uh, there's, there's interesting things like that you could do uh, I don't know how many units have like are there units that have for example like Mish is a magic unit obviously not very relevant but uh, very low attack but has a sub job that does physical damage. Is there a unit that has like a high multi-hit ability that builds the opposite damage? So like say it's someone with dual gunner for some reason, but they are a magic unit. Is there anyone like that that could like do no damage to him and quad shot to build it up? That you can think of? Rain? Yeah, I think it Rain. Does Knight have a a multi hit? I was thinking of like soul prominence or whatever. Well I would just murder his face though, right? Because yeah, because rain is a magic damage. unit, so, yeah. So what yeah, I mean yeah. is, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he could be he could have slash resist, you know, because uh, yeah. Anyway, that was just thought. So like, if there was something like that where you could actually hit your guy a couple times, I guess you could like staff bash him with Ayaka or something too, or yeah, Lula or something. Do that, but... just, like do it in your yeah. approach and like you just hit him first, and then he stays in the walls and walks yeah. up, and he's already got a fifteen percent extra damage on his ability. He takes I another don't... hit while he's approaching, takes another hit while he's approaching, yeah. now he's up to plus 45. It's 255. Yeah. Like, that's already uh, 20, 25% more mod than, like, a jamming thrust. So it's huge damage. Yeah. Um, I would I would say that, like, I don't really think we're going to see people trying to set up, like, micromanage the whole, I'm going to use my caster to staff bash this guy before he goes. <laughs> he goes you met me? <laughs> no, no, so like uh, I would rather picture this scenario. Um, picture CM4, um, people rushing missile teams with like Victoria and Venera. Um, Raldor fits that that bill. He can be one of those units that does that. Um, he's got the jump for it. He's got the the possible move for it, and he's got the missile resist for it, especially if you build him that way. And just the fact that like. If you try to deny him his advance, he's gonna get more powerful <laughs> yeah. as you try to like shut him down. And just like the the thought of that, just like that steam engine just like rolling <laughs> towards you, it's just like uh, I don't know. For that's just like really appealing to me in terms of um, rushing missile teams. You know, no, absolutely. That's cool too. And then now we have a yeah, fire I, unit with the fire like buff to the whole team too. I think he's the first, right? I can't think of another uh, unit. Or just Luartha? Oh, uh, Winter Mastery, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely think. I mean, as a unit, I think it's very powerful. Um, I, like I I think it'll be hard to kind of shut them down, be, just because of that missile resist, especially because I was thinking, you know, one one way to you know it's hard to gear against him, but you can kill him first, right? 
but right. you know um it, it like it seems like it um well if he's built for a raid it's gonna be hard uh with ildira but glashala might make a comeback for those people that have built built her to to try to take him down because right, she does have that guaranteed hit yeah and he's uh yeah. neutral to strike too so um is that is the, her no. guaranteed hit a strike or, or is it strike uh it's so, a spear move okay I'm glad that you brought that up too, because that was going to be the, another thing I was going to talk about. Besides, besides the missile resist build, like he has a native 15% pierce resist. Oh, okay. So like, um, if you build him for for pierce resistance, like that also kind of, um, I don't know, I don't know, if shoring over that weakness is like the it, proper it phrase. Helps. I mean, he still has water disadvantage, can, which sucks, but yeah, you know, I mean, like we've seen, you guys have seen like Glacella take like less than a thousand damage from from orlando for instance right because of mm. like 85 like slash resistance oh fair, um, yeah this is uh, this is a kind of an instance where like you would expect a unit to be countered by his opposing element um especially with like a hyper carry like glacella but um like he can surprise people by just like how little damage he can take from her well isn't she also super resist or super weak to strike i didn't check I forget, or am I thinking? I might be thinking of her against Rain because Rain is really weak to strike. Uh, yeah, which, Rain by the way, he, I'm not sure about Glacella. Mask uh, Rain up, but yeah, Glacella is. She's neutral. Like, oh, it's I guess it's missile that she's really negative to. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, I think he's a really cool unit. I think he's gonna be a lot better than people expect, and it's gonna surprise some people when they see him pop up either in live PvP or like top ranks of arena. well maybe not arena so much but especially in pvp uh, i think it's gonna be and i think if people care about the next cm i think he'll be a very powerful unit especially because the next cm if i correct me if i'm wrong but i think you get 50 percent resist to missile and magic yeah so that's what we're expecting it's made as, long for as, we as long as we don't get like a redo like we did with cm2 right which i say i almost wouldn't mind that kind of like the last <laughs> CM, but, um yeah no quicken or no magic or missile attack up Hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> we win with either one, either one. Yeah, right. Okay, so moving on to uh the unit that accompanied him, uh Elshra. So this is an MR unit. She's a time mage with a sub white mage, so she's already got those Phoebe vibes. Uh and then she also has Rune Knight, which is I think she's the third unit with Rune Knight now, after the two the Howlet and uh Ryu as main job Rune Knights, correct? I don't think mm -hmm. anybody else. Oh, or wait, no, uh, Liviel. Does Liviel have? She's black mage arithmetician. Uh, checking. No, Claire. Uh, yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> I think it's inarguably the worst subjob or worst job. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna get probably be comments about that. But uh what do you guys think of her did you pull for her at all or you just kind of skip her because i mean we have anniversary coming up so like pulling for an mr now feels kind of rough especially if you go 22k like i did for shell uh and i didn't yeah i did the step up the nine step up plus the first pull of the railroad step up and i didn't get her so i was kind of disappointed about that she's not right up there but you know she's still an mr so anyway uh yeah thoughts about her I know Lazarus, previous guest of the podcast, our kind of JP contact, he used her in C the upcoming class match and did really well with her. So, um, I'm really impressed with her. I think she's probably one of the most useful MR units um, in the MR roster. 
um, mostly because of just how much accuracy you can stack on her. Um, so like she can fit on like an evade hunter kind of team. Like I think I saw like plus 60 accuracy, plus 75 accuracy. I, I can't remember like just how much you could stack on her, but it was sizable. I mean, and that's just like without a buff or something. Twenty from our passives or something. Or? Twenty from passive, the uh, the rune knight one that gives you forty spirit pen and twenty accuracy. Oh, okay. Then her yeah, master sure. master yeah. ability is plus fifteen flat and twenty percent magic, and then she gets the light party thing. Uh, oh, okay. And then her, I think, do rune knights get a ability that increases accuracy temporarily? No, it's just a slash resistant magic. So I, I kind of see her as like a magic based um, mustadio. Um, like you're not going to see sort them really, really miss that much, um, and like I'm a really big fan of the Rune Knight job. Um, so um, seeing a magic-based um, unit like that with that like high accuracy, um, as well as like the usefulness of her other jobs like Time Mage and White Mage, like when you're not quickening somebody, you're hitting the team. I mean, her main job is quick and stop meteor. Like, sick. Meteor is a 220. I, no one ever uses Meteor. I think it's because, personally, it's because I used Meteor on, like, Phoebe, and Phoebe's accuracy was absolute dog shit, so I would miss it all the time. But mm. on a unit that can actually hit people, it's a 220% mod that's non-elemental, so, like, no one's resisting it, except for the magic resist. So it's actually an amazing offensive ability. Uh, and then, yeah, stop is obviously good. Quick and, you know, that does. She's a, she's a light unit, and we know light units, like are going to be a thing soon the only um, like, bad part is her sub job has haste but like that's yep. all time age main job so that that's like the biggest dock against her because the stuff we want her for which is like the rune knight dps or the white mage support she doesn't have full life though it's just a lot of heals um she can't do haste during that but i mean and i think the i think the last kind of um little little bonus for her is like her tmr yeah it's a rod but it's another source of jp up like it is. I mean, if you're trying to increase like Black Rose Helena's like JP, I mean, put this on her. It'll obviously boost it even more. But Black Rose Helena, what do you mean? Like when she comes out, you mean? Well, yeah, oh, no, yeah. She comes months, out. Yeah. months yeah. and months yeah. from now. When you're, and you, when know, you actually have the chance to, to build yeah. Ultra. I was like, damn, there's there's other staff people before that. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I completely agree. She's seems like a very good unit. Uh, her Basically, the only like awful thing about her is her HP pool. Like, she has very... She's made of actual paper. But her agility's yeah. not bad. Her luck's a little low as well, but the accuracy, the flat accuracy makes up for it. I think uh, that's one thing I like about Halloween and Ryu and how I miss... Like, oh, I, I didn't get him. Um, like, Rune Knights, they, 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 they don't really have much in the terms of survivability. You have to struggle to keep them alive when they're taking hits. Um, does she ha does she have high uh, dex and luck? So luck not super high. Uh, dex is I'm sorry, dex is lower. Uh, luck is okay, okay. but it's the, her flat accuracy is supposed to make up for it. So I'm looking at her <laughs> her stats from her like she has 204 base magic. Her board gives her 131, <laughs> and her master gives 40. So she has 383 magic out of the gate, which is massive. Obviously, the base isn't as high, so it's not like... So Ryrie has like 308 base, so when you drain Evo with that, it gets plus 308. She'll get 204. Still a lot of magic. Uh, on top of... She has 58 base agility, so she's like Dwayne? Or is Dwayne 55? I think it's 58, right? Uh, 58, yes. Yeah. So anyway, so she's... 
fairly fast for especially for an MR unit. It's just her HPs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, really cool unit. Uh, definitely, if people want like a, a cheap toy to play with now and pull for, and like you're gonna just wait for unit again, she could definitely be an option for a new character. Yeah, I. I mean, one of the reasons I didn't pull for it is because I also didn't pull for Aldor. But if, um, like, like I, I see her as as a very direct upgrade to Phoebe, which makes sense because mm -hmm. they have, both have the same very similar job. Uh, but obviously, she's also she can be a lot more offensive as well. Um, I, I think uh, you know, starting with Gilgamesh, any time mage that can function as a DPS is is great because yeah. you know he's the classic one, right? That and that's why he was so good. Before that, you had like. Uh, say Phoebe, that you would bring, uh, or even like Miranda, but Miranda was a bit, bit more offensive, but, you know, classic, classically, you would have Phoebe who was just there to quicken and haste. Miranda was a then... time mage with jamming thrust. <laughs> and <an> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, Gilgamesh really is, like, was, was usually a scary one where it would be like, he does a lot of damage and he can haste and quicken. So anytime I see other you know time mages that kind of fit the similar role, like Nivlo, for example, yeah, Nivlo, that yeah. comes with uh, that you can also build offensively, I think is is a, is a great unit. So in that capacity, I can see her being you know very 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 good, uh, especially as an MR unit who's cheaper to build. I, I I think that's very good. And also because she has that rude knight sub job, she will also have slash attack, like slash magic attack, which you have a few options, but it's still relatively scarce. Yeah, scarce, scarce. So, um, so for those reasons, I think she's good, and she also has that light mastery. If you're gonna combine her with like Sakura or Yuna or whatever else down the line, um, in regards to her accuracy, though, uh, so I've been fooling around with this team in in uh, in match battle where I increased Ildira's accuracy very, very high. So I I had somebody else holding the Blades of Grass card. I had herself. She was holding the little Lila VC. Which gives twenty five to the uh, overall boost, and then I was using another VC that didn't give any accuracy. But I gave her like, um, uh, what else did I give her? The aim ring. So the lowest I would ever hit somebody from the front was a Venera, which had like the the evade buff, and and she would hit for seventy one percent. Um, so you, you you can build like I think you can build anybody to to kind of you know like if that's the only thing you're doing, I I think that that can work. So you you can stack enough stuff on her to to make her an evade hunting machine like that, but then you have to you know give her the proper VCs for it, right? Like you you can't expect her only her passives to take care of it because unless I gave her like she basically like Ildera has plus fifty from VCs and then plus forty from her uh from her aim ring, and uh, and then whatever plus seven and so on and so on from espers and things like that. But you know you have to build a character like that. You can't yeah. just be like plus. She has plus fifty accuracy, so she's gonna kill evade. It doesn't yeah. work like that. You have right, to actually right. build it. That's a that's a good so. perspective, I think. Like uh, like managing your expectations there. Like I think I definitely think Ildira has like the 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 base like magic damage um, that where you would want to like add all that aim stuff on. Like where did you use uh, two headed dragon for the accuracy as well? No, I didn't. I okay. I, I just used uh, uh, Diablos. Okay, gotcha. Um, where like whereas I see like. Um, Elstra has like the base accuracy where like you, maybe you can afford to like add like the magic later or whatever with VCs and Espers and a stuff. A lot of magic anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a give and take though, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair. Sorry, I was just looking at the other stats on it. Yeah, no, she's a. I think she's an excellent unit. I think the last thing I want to mention is that um, I don't really think there's any. There's very much light and peril available right now. 
and she has and her rune knight subbed up. She has the light break rune, which imperils light. So I think oh, she's, uh, she's right, also she's rune knight sub. That's right. So she actually has that. So she's she can also be useful in like a a, a raid environment, or like and she has slash. She, she can she can chain with slash too with like banish. Yeah. She's banished. Like slash penetration. So I, I think uh, I think it's not just for like you know evade hunting that she's useful. And hazard spell too. So she has the self buff for fifty percent magic. She can do drain evil for hundred percent magic. Then she has just the hazard version of nuke somebody. Yeah, actually, all five of her sub abilities on Renette are great. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, and yeah, the light resist definitely super relevant. I didn't even think to check her uh, sub job. I just assumed it was the same. Uh, other thing too, uh, with recent updates, her TMR is really cool looking. So you could also fashion that onto any of your rod rod users. Um, honestly, that's nice. It, yeah, that's think, not nothing. <laughs> I think the I think yeah, the only other the only other source right now I think is Sakura with her uh, her like thunder or light or whatever thunder's light mm -hmm. that that reduces yeah. lightning and light resistance. Speaking of Sakura, that was the third unit we we're going to talk about because uh, I think we sort of glossed over her because we we're talking about class matches and other thing and other topics in previous casts. So I know Locke, you brought to my attention that we hadn't talked about her yet so if you want to kind of talk about it a little bit yeah so i've been uh using Fucking 70 and... cost sorry <laughs> yes that, that's the first i don't know who I, I don't know who does these like calculations or thinks that like that's okay the halloween leela's a 70 like okay mashri's a 70 eileen's a 70 i think victor Vic, uh... is a 70 like tell what? us how you really feel like instead of like i mean what are the Oh, it's so insane. I don't understand. Like, where so is testing? I, they, there is no testing. That's what it is, right? But, oh. I, I've been seeing this uh, comment going on that, you know, the next uh, the next class match it has uh, 220 cost for just the units. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then someone's like, so you have to bring an MR no matter what. Well, you can bring 370 cost units for 210. 270. <laughs> or you can be, yeah, you can be two. And, and 80 and two. Third, uh, Oh, Halloween, Lila, Sakura, and pick your, pick your other one. Like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But, uh, well, I mean, those two types are not very good for the next CM anyway, because they're magic. But aside from that, um, first of all, I think she's great. I think she uh, she has one major flaw. I'll, I'll go into that a little bit later. But she brings a lot of things that hasn't, uh, it, like, it doesn't exist until now. Um, like, she brings that, uh, she increases the resistance of light, dark, and lightning by 25% in an AoE 2 circle which is amazing. Uh, so somebody got the jump on me. Uh, Sunshine actually got the jump on me with his double click and Kane team. And Kane came in and did his, and he spent like 15 seconds running around and I'm wondering what he's doing. And then he finally used his like dragon dive, uh, whatever, or no, he used his LB and he didn't kill anyone. And I had Frederica, uh, Nivlu and Sakura. And it's, it's because of that 25% dark buff that yeah. they all survived, right? So uh, that, that you know, don't, don't underestimate that. That's three turns, and that's basically... It's huge. It's huge. It, it, it just it reduces your overall... Increases your overall defense by uh, 25%. Yeah, if you think about and, light, dark, and lightning, like, those are three of some of the most relevant resistances for arena, for... Mm -hmm. I mean, even for a lot of PvP, because people like the dark evade teams or the holy or... Right, all the gunner or the missile duo. I just want to jump in real fast, and like I'm compelled to mention, like in one of our first episodes, you were like, "What do you think is one of the most undervalued like jobs?" And I was like, "Green Mage for the <laughs> elemental buffs." I feel so vindicated now. <laughs> like, like a main job skill that increases elemental, like multiple elemental um, resistances, mm -hmm. like 
It's a reverse imperil for like roughly half of the <laughs> elements in the game. Yeah, yeah and I love it. It's 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 amazing. And also now we have the light ring, which gives you another twenty percent light, fifteen percent dark. You put that on like say warrior of light and have her buff that up. Now his light resistance is forty five. His dark resistance is forty. That's crazy. Um, so you know, uh, and, and you know, and those are. Two common types that I'm sure you'll oh, see. Oh, the his lot. innate negatives. Just to before and someone comments, the, oh, yeah, and, then the, and then the passives, you know, ten. Yeah, providence of whatever. Providence of darkness. I'm True. sure he has right. So that's you know, yeah, so you can you can build these like anti-dark or anti-light tanks now with her with her buff, uh, and don't forget you can also probably get some resistance from <laughs> espers as well. Tank. So. <laughs> Trigger. <No. laughs> um, Sorry. So uh, her LB is awesome. Uh, there are a lot of units that I can one shot. Uh, I think every single dark unit I've come across, I've always one shot with her LB, and it has a range of six, whereas most of the things are five. Most uh, you know cast whatever it's instant cast as well. Um, the only uh, the negative thing is aside from that LB, uh, she has one. Uh, attack that does instant cast damage, which is called Light Blade, which is S small damage. Everything else has a cast time. And because of her being introduced with uh, with the Helena card came shortly after, most of the people I see in Arena has agility up. So usually when I'm casting, either the unit will move out or someone else will come and kill her before her cast goes off. So that's the problem that I run into with her a lot. Um, to kind of negate that, I've been giving her the Helena VC so that she has three insta-cast spells with range 5-6, uh, which does pretty good damage because she does, she just does a lot of, you know, she has a lot of innate uh, magic. And that Helena card also gives you a lot of, you know, magic stat. Uh, and, and then she has plus one move, plus one jump from one of her skills. She has, uh, what else does she have? She has a spirit penetration and magic up buff as well. So she's pretty good. Takes like off she, a moral spirit. That's the first time we've seen that, which is insane. Yes. Yeah, she takes off. Yeah, and and that skill does. I think that skill does more damage than her buff. Sorry, than her LB. So amazing. Yeah, it's it's two sixty five so with the upgrade two twenty uh regular. Yeah. That, that so it does. Upgrades. It, it does. It does insane damage. The only thing is that has the slowest. Actually, no. It has the second slowest cast time. The first slowest cast time. Is her thunder? Sorry, her lightning and and light uh, resistant down skill yeah, that has thunder, I think two forty resist resist up. You mean? Or, oh no, that no, is no, oh, she has down. both. Yeah, uh... yeah, she has both. So she has another skill that lowers resistances of lightning and light by thirty percent. So I, I like I think I think she's a very cool unit. The only thing is you need to figure out a way to get that cast times right. So I think in um in in like arena or guild battle, it might be a little bit hard to use her just because of that. Uh, because you you don't control that right, like you, you you can use her LB and then you can give her this to her uh, Sakura's sorry not Sakura's Helena VC to uh, to get two more spells into cast. But other than that, it's kind of finicky. But in live battle, I think you know again you you have to get the cast times right. You can make you can you can give her own TMR to reduce the cast time as well. But then you're using one turn you know to do that. Yeah. So it, it it takes some finesse I think to to get her to be used very very well. But I think she's good. Like I, I don't have any complaints aside from the cast time. She has a sure uh, hit too, which is uh, nice. she's performed very well. Yes, but that's that's a, again also the cast time. And usually, if I'm playing eight teams, they all have very high agility. And the one time, like the times that I can try to kill one of them, somebody else goes before her and usually one shots her. 
I mean, speaking it's two ticks faster than holy though. So I mean, it is significantly faster, but it's less damage too. Speaking of it's less damage. Range. Um. Uh, so I, I don't think I've really seen any kind of evade Sakuras, but like I was uh, for whatever reason I was looking at one of my Sakura on my team uh, at one point, and she had like over three hundred luck, and I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> so like I, I looked at like the the luck like um, tables or whatever, and apparently she's like number thirteen. She's higher than like Raldor. I mean, obviously higher than Raldor. Is. I mean, he's twenty two. I mean, that's something, right? She like <laughs> like after like. So War Divisions dash calc has like this table of like you know all the stats and stuff, but it's after the board and everything is totaled up. So, but like it's showing her at 218 luck after everything, um, and she has like that plus 20% luck up on her board. Originally, I thought that was wasted, but I'm like, dang, Sakura has like a bunch of luck now. Um, she doesn't have the ninja sub job that Leela does, but I'm still like, hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. wonder if she'll 13th work. ain't bad. I'm looking at the table now too. That's crazy. So yeah. um, I don't know if people I'm have really worried. realized that, but I think there there might be some kind of wiggle room there. I'm more interested in the luck stat for the accuracy, to be honest, because most of the time, like uh, like uh, when the match starts and I'm facing EVA teams, they're all coming at me. If I can use the LB to take them all out at once, because like, they, they she will one shot them, but she usually doesn't have enough accuracy to one shot them. So I I could like instead of uh, in the team that I have, instead of using um, Ildira as my accuracy unit, I could use her as my accuracy unit. Yeah, definitely. but then you know, I have to, like, unfortunately, I have to she is six, sixty second for Dex. But yeah, she has lower. She has lower Dex. I think. Is... Um, oh, maybe maybe that's what kind of compensates for her luck. I didn't really think to check her Dex, but um, I think more and more, I think we we're seeing evasion teams that don't really need the agility part on there. There's like. Secrets of the Heart, Shiva, and then like something, something, yeah. and like that something could be like accuracy up, and so she could be uh, dodgy mm -hmm. and still like can hit relatively well. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, then you can give her the the Helena VC because that gives accuracy and agility. So, and and the two casts of insta cast spells. Yeah, she ain't got so. shit on Balo's luck though. Oof. Yeah, she's not going to get the accuracy from like the dark unit accuracy or whatever, but still, like plus nine accuracy. I mean, hey, Something forget else. about what it. What you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, man. Oh, these tables are nice. I actually forgot where the Vision's Calc had these. Um, so, yeah, it is with like all the 20% from board and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, I, that's the functional values. It's just you have to check for base values later. Uh, if you want to see th for things like percent bonuses and such, but yeah, no, this is pretty sweet. It's like going through all the stats now. Like who has the highest defense? Yeah, Warrior of Light's in fourth place with thirteen. Raldor's in fifth with twelve. So seems great. Sakura's actually tied for sixth with Balo and Lorenzo because she has base ten defense out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, she Sakura's has base eight. ten defense from her mastery for some reason. So with the platinum rod, she uh, not lot rod platinum rope. She has like thirty defense. Mm -hmm. Which is pretty decent for a mage. Very good. Put Gollum on her. Put Leo in his castle on her. <laughs> hey, you know you heard of 30, tanky Venera now. Uh, you have tanky. Sakura. Yeah, I'll put up to sixty. Yeah. Run oh, her man. with uh, run her with Thancred on his main sub job oh, for like just... the heart of stone. 
so she has golem then she does her lightning buff what's up frederica and nivlu what you gonna do <laughs> like my only minus five missile come at me bro like holy moly put elsha in there for the quicken yeah right the light team light team yep i'm down but yeah any other thoughts about any of the units we talked about or yeah i would not touch the tank topic again <laughs> talked about that a bunch but any other thoughts uh I think Sakura is a, a unit that that it just like like if you play around enough with her, I think she you can do a lot of fun things. Like I could see her being used in the double cooking team as well, because uh, it, like be, although her spells take cast times, you know you can use this spell or you can just give her a lot of buffs, right? So you can start um, you can use like for example Little Lila's eighty uh, percent of magic stat, uh, and with her with her movement, so she has four movement with a cast of six. It's a long range, so with double quicken, you can, you can hit the other side of the map with that, right? Well, one, one turn she has to cast the move up, though, right? And that takes time, so she have to do that like yes. first and then get. The yeah, so you in. have yeah. to, yeah, yeah, you have to do that. But yeah, it's uh, like I'm still playing around with her. I, I haven't even stuck to one single bill. I've tried with like using Gilgamesh as a uh, quickener on my team, and using. Um, Nivlu as a pure DPS. I've switched her to the gunner sub job so she can also give herself the 38 at uh, missile attack. Uh, and you know, her as the third. Um, and then I've used like double gunners with her. I've used like uh, another water unit. So I've used Otiara with her to have like a lot of CT manipulation. So but it's it's a lot of fun to use her. Uh, I think uh, I think she's a very good unit. But, oh, by the way, one well, more thought about Raldor. He can actually hold Eifert and feel good about it. Because he gets the fire, or the ten fire attack. Ten fire. <laughs> <laughs> Previously, it was like Seymour. That was it. Because I didn't have Elder Maxed. But um, yeah, yeah. So sure. speaking of that, like, kind of my final thoughts are like I've been waiting this whole time to talk about the brutal stage that um, that Raldor <laughs> really excels mm -hmm. at. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I say I say this like manage your expectations all the time, right? I say it all the time on stream. I, I've talked about it enough here. Um, it's you know about managing your expectations, like uh, about like whatever in this game. And, you know, it's a gotcha. It's a good idea to kind of like not, I don't know, uh, not get got by the gotcha. Answer, yeah, not get got, <laughs> like not like get hyped up and that kind of yeah. thing. But like I've done that too well because I think people have forgotten that like I'm a strike guy, hands down. Like have been since like been using Ziza since like you know first month that kind of thing. Like I'm a strike guy. And like to be able to see units like Elda, like he's like my, my first UR ever. Um, to see him, uh, to be able to have like these monk sub job units, like be able to do so well on a stage. We haven't seen that since like what was it like uh, like the Etra stage or whatever, like the Cat Claw mm -hmm. stage. Like um, it feels so good, you guys. <laughs> see like AK surge strikes. Like what? <laughs> I, I, um, I, these I units you said been... hands down like if you like fist units aren't your hands up like, right 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 <laughs> um, uh, yeah so to see this like neglected like sub job that's, that, that Gumi's just like dumb dirty for whatever reason there's no strike uh, attack up 35 there's no strike resist or whatever um, I mean that's kind of the other side of the coin but uh, yeah so it's just it's really cool for someone like me who like you know maybe maybe I have wields more than some but um to have these units that I haven't really been able... I've been talking about a pummel team since, like, month <laughs> two or something. I'm like, yeah, Lucia, she's got monk sub-job. <laughs> Put her on the pummel team. It's just, like, this. The, these units that have been kind of, like, languishing. They've been benched for so long because for 
you know various reasons to to see them come out of the shadows to like beat the crap out of like these sanctum monks Bro, i don't know man. raldor has the party buff too that gives 40 strike attack to all of them oh yeah i already came up uh i'm working on a mariluk quickened so, with that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i'm like i was telling people i was like the people have been asking me like what other strike units should we use and it's like use this use this use this um i'm sure people know enough by now so i don't really need to list them all out or whatever but i was people are like well what about mariluk and i'm like talk to prodigy he's your man <laughs> she's really <laughs> bad but she's kind of fun <laughs> she gets a two-turn yeah. store that's the draw to her uh, th i just love the fact that somebody was like well what about mariluk and i'm like hell yeah <laughs> so yeah her? i'm just uh really I'm, I'm just really enjoying the stage like i'm not it, it wasn't too hard for me to optimize the team to just be on auto like i already have like a plus five knuckles i'm working on my second one uh it's just kind of the only thing frustrating is the uh how hard it is to get the the wind crisps um we don't we haven't really had uh, an item to build for that i think that i can so remember when the wind spear i think adam when those were wind mega crisps right you can keep yes, talking all because yeah, it's, it's like a, a yeah it's a ur PR. so like it's mega crisps mm -hmm. but i don't think we um we really had any kind of wins like normal Chris, you know so yeah it's just kind of annoying how like how low of a drop rate those are compared to like how nice of a drop rate the recipes are so that's kind of like the gate oops it's kind of the gate for me is that those, those little crisps i mean but, that was the same for the uh staff as well for me um yeah i, I was glad once i realized they were halved though because there were two elements so you only needed like instead of 300 something of one yeah. you needed like 150 of two i was like thanks gumi you actually yeah. thought about it and were kind for once i remember that because like i i told you that and it was like literally like right after i had learned it so i was just like we were both like this is awesome yes because we've been scarred and beaten for so long. <laughs> this is what's significant to us. Oh, boy. Oh, actually, there might be one thing that gave it to us. I need to check real quick. Okay, nope. I was saying the uh -oh. uh, the healing mace might have been, but that was water crisp again. Yeah, so it's it's cool. Um, they even, uh, like the Kaiju Knuckle, you can have like a, a critical, like the, the critical knuckle, it's like 25 crit. So it's 144 attack. Um, so I can see, like, if you don't want to, I don't know, quote unquote, whale, uh, building, <laughs> um, building like the 180, like, uh, assault fist. I mean, it's not as bad as 225 for golden blade or whatever. Um, but it's, it's just great seeing like Raldor have like 800 plus attack, um, yeah. on top of like all of his buffs and stuff. Um, yeah. It's a. Uh, I'm not gonna say the strike meta has begun, but like, like dawn of like the, the option units. to even use them yeah. now exists. Um, yeah. I don't. I guess I can't really complain, but like I wish they would have given monks something more. But like they introduced the pugilist, so might as well go with that. You know, Oron will have pugilist too, which would be kind of cool. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, before now, uh, Glacella was the best monk. So. Christmas uh, Ramadan, <laughs> yeah. So like, um, I like my my cheese, uh, Ildira, uh, LB, Keen Blade, like water team was like Glacella, Christmas Ramada, and Ildira, and I had them all on sub monk. Wait, you built Ramada too? Christmas Ramada? yeah. Christmas, did did yeah. I know this? I guess at one point I had to have known, but I didn't realize you had her like. Yeah, I kind of I, I, I kind of randomly got her like in like the second week or something and had enough time to build her for whatever reason but yeah it's been fun like 
tooling around on my water team. It sucks to fight lightning units, but other than that, um, yeah. So it's cool. Um, it's it's cool to be able to switch from like ninja to to monk. You know. Yeah. Um, I really like this the uh, the elemental attack the su suetan sweeten. Um, that's just that's just cool to just like bypass resistances. You know. Right. Anyways, yeah, that's great. getting a little bit far afield. From... <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, we all—that's why I say you guys have last thoughts. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. So, <laughs> sounds good. But that will wrap us up for the week. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We have been Let's Talk Tactics. I was Zekra. Dana Boom. I'm Doc. Take care. We'll see you next time.